Welcome to the first episode of Second Take. Zach Sharp here on the call with Jeffrey Cap. That's me. Today we're going to be going over our MLB regular season predictions for the 2021 season. It's a little early, but you know, spring training just started. Why not? All right, so I think we're going to kick things off with the NL Central. A lot of Chicago people are uh, looking forward to this team. But uh, I do think the Cubs are going to have some major drawbacks this year um, as, as a little preview. Uh, as of right now, I've got the Cardinals winning that division. I think um, that's kind of a no-brainer at this point with uh, the acquisition of Arenado. I think they've only gotten better in the offseason. Uh, and frankly, this is, in my opinion, the weakest division in all of baseball. So I don't really see how they can lose. What do you think? I uh, I almost agree. I don't think that the Cardinals will be that good. I agree that this is a terrible division. And I honestly think that the Cubs are going to win it. But no team in that division is going to get past 90 wins or honestly even get to it. Yeah, I agree with that for sure. But I actually have the Brewers over the Cubs as well. I have Cardinals first, Brewers second, Cubs third under 500. Uh, I just took a look at their pitching staff, and I only recognized one single person, and that was uh, Kyle Hendricks. And then I looked at their bullpen, and, you know, the only one that stood out to me was Craig Kimball, who, of course, is, like, horrible. We all know that. Cubs fans everywhere know that he's not really the real deal. Um, and then I have the Reds coming at fourth. Uh with 70 wins, I think a lot of people thought they were going to be really good last year, and they did make the playoffs. But the loss of Trevor Bauer, I don't really see – like, they're a good hitting team, but I don't think they have enough pitching to get them anywhere they want to go. And obviously the Pirates are just absolute garbage. I don't think they're even going to win 50 games. They're just horrible. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the Pirates are pretty much going into a rebuild. I mean, they've been rebuilding since – season after they made that wild card berth and lost to the Cubs. That was fun. But, um, yeah, I don't think the Reds are going to be able to do anything because their hitting was what was supposed to be really and good last year. And they scored zero runs in the playoffs. Zero. They absolutely disappointed. Yeah. Super disappointing. Especially against that not-so-good Braves pitching staff. I mean, I know Max Freed had an amazing year. But, I mean, the rest of that pitching staff isn't amazing that's why they went out and got charlie yeah. morton well the braves i think they're going to develop that pitching staff they're going to be better than you think this year all right so final predictions i've got cards in first brewers in second cubs in third reds in fourth pirates in last i have cubs first cardinals second brewers third reds fourth pirates fifth the brewers just haven't done i mean They haven't really done anything to impress me and say, oh, wow, this is a team that's going to make the Well, I mean, their bullpen is as good as anybody else's, and I think the addition of Colton Wong is really going to help out their infield. And if if Yelich can get back to how he was a couple of years ago, I think that team can be scary come October or come September. I still don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I've only got the Cardinals making the playoffs in this division. All right, moving on to the NL East. So, I'll open it up. This is actually a pretty strong division. I think that there are three 
four teams who can actually contend to make the yep. playoffs. I mean, I know that the Phillies are definitely very overrated, and actually in my rankings, I don't even have them going um, 500, just under that. But, uh, I mean, the Braves, Nationals, and Mets all have made some key off-season accusations, and I think that uh, these teams could look pretty scary come off, come uh, September. Yeah. Uh, I agree. This is definitely the best division in baseball, and it's probably one of the better divisions we've seen in the last 10 years. Um, I think I'm looking at our sheet right now, and we actually have the Phillies going the exact same record, so good that we're both on agreement there. I don't want to get into any conversation with somebody who thinks the Phillies are going to do something because everybody <laughs> knows they're not. Um, you know what really surprised me? The MLB, their official standings projections had the Braves going fourth and finishing just over 500. And that is to me, absolutely ridiculous. They're going to have the second best record in the NL. The only drawback to them not winning a hundred games, in my opinion, is just the strength of the division they're playing in. Um, and a lot of people have been really overhyping the Mets and looking what they got in the offseason, I mean, James McCann is definitely a top-five catcher, so that helps them out quite a bit. But honestly, the Nationals, they had a rough year last year, but, I mean, that was a, a lot of it had to do with COVID protocol and injury. If they stay healthy, I mean, they just got Kyle Schwarber, who's a great lefty power hitter, and Josh Bell. Like, I don't, I don't really see how people can not uh, – hold the Nationals to the same standard as the Mets. I think they're severely underrated, and I actually have the Nationals winning 90 games. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at our team right now. We actually have the same for the Nationals. I agree. I mean, the Nationals are just a great team. You look at their World Series win, okay, they lost Anthony Rendon from it, and uh, Howie Kendrick, even though Howie Kendrick was pretty old, and they've gained, again, Josh Bell, um, Kyle Schwarber. I mean, I know that John Lester is a little washed up, but he's still someone who's going to complete that back end of the rotation. When you have Patrick Corbin, Steven Strasburg, and Max Scherzer, I mean, that doesn't really get much better yeah, than that. And also, I oh, think, poop. yeah, I think that they're going to return to a very high winning. Yeah, goal. I agree with that. And uh, definitely with the John Lester point, uh, he doesn't just bring like added support to the back end of the rotation. He brings that, like, veteran mentality. He's won two World Series. He knows what it takes to get there. Like, he's going to be somebody who's a good mentor to all the young players in the Nationals organization. So, final predictions for the NL East. I have the Braves, Nationals, Mets, Phillies, and then Marlins. And I do have the Mets having 89 wins, but not being enough to get that wild card spot. Yeah, I agree with you on the actual standings part. Uh, Braves, Nationals, Mets, Phillies, Marlins. Um, I have the Mets winning one less game than you. They're definitely going to have a great year, but the NL, there's too many top teams for uh, a third place team in the NL East to make it. You have to either win or be second. I mean, it, it's such a competitive division. And I will say this. The Marlins are by far the best fifth place team in all of baseball. They don't get enough credit. I mean, they're they're on the rise. Yeah, it's a good point. All right, moving on to the NL West. This is a very interesting division with 
the Dodgers and Padres, who are arguably top three, maybe top five teams well, in the MLB. Hold on, I'll stop you and right there. There's that, no question who's number one. I mean, yeah, the Dodgers just keep reloading. I mean, they really didn't even reload that much besides that huge Trevor Bauer deal. But this team is just amazing. I don't know how you say that they're going to be bad. I've been looking at their uh, their lineup and their pitching rotation. And honestly, like if baseball wasn't just baseball, if it was just like in any other sport and, you know, like crazy things can't happen and, and bad teams can't find a way to like somehow – upset the game if baseball wasn't the beauty that baseball is i don't see the dodgers losing a single game so i to me it's a no-brainer i think they get over 110 wins the only drawback is you know playing the padres that's going to be a tough uh divisional opponent but by far the best team in the league and definitely killing their division yeah 100 over 110 wins is a bold prediction but I mean, it's justified. This team is amazing. So I have them going around 105 wins, not quite 110. Then I still have the Padres going in the upper 90s yeah, I agree. for a wild card team, which is pretty yep. crazy. And then I have a pretty steep drop off with the Giants, Diamondbacks, and Rockies just not really even coming close to 500. Giants may be a little close to 500, but... uh. Diamondbacks and Rockies are way... Um, I agree with you completely. I think the Padres, if they were put into, say, the NL Central, they would definitely win that division with over 100 wins. Um, it's just the fact that they're going to have to play the Dodgers so many times. Um, that's definitely going to hurt them. But, again, the Padres are a top-tier team. It's just unfortunate that they're in the same division. Uh, the Giants, I think the Giants are a team last year that we saw right on the cusp of playoff contention when everybody thought they should be in a rebuilding phase. I mean, they haven't really been the same since um, that last 2016 playoff run when they lost to the Cubs. Um, <clears throat> but Mike Yastrzemski is really underrated. He's one of the better young outfielders in baseball. Uh, left-handed power hitter. Definitely doesn't get enough credit. Um, I still think they're lacking in pitching, so I have them going third just because the Diamondbacks are pretty irrelevant. There's really no one spectacular on the Diamondbacks except for Zach Gallon, the new young pitcher. Uh, and obviously the Rockies are just trash. I mean, Arenado, the face of their franchise, they gave him up for like nothing. I Stupidest trade I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, Trevor Story can't possibly carry a team past the fifth place because I don't even I think he's overrated too uh, so I have the Rockies winning barely 50 games they're absolute dog water yeah I mean especially with just I mean, it was really just giving Arenado somewhere to go just kind of out of love for him and they didn't even try to get anything back it was just kind of dumping his contract which is a very Pretty interesting stupid if you ask me it's the when, face of your franchise you just yeah. they, i that arenado trade gave the cardinals like an added at least five wins just off of arenado yeah so for our final nl predictions i have the dodgers as the number one seed we then have we said we then see the braves in the number two seed cubs 
three. Then for the wild card, we have the Padres and Nationals. Uh, I disagree a little bit. I have the Dodgers as the clear number one seed, Braves as the two, um, Cardinals as the three. So we're going to get to see that Braves-Cardinals playoff matchup. That's been pretty interesting over the last couple of years. Uh, definitely Padres as the four seed and Nationals sneaking in as a five seed. I All five of my playoff teams have won over 90 games in my prediction. Even uh, the Cardinals. Oh, wait, yeah, no, never mind. <laughs> never mind, forgot about the Cardinals. Yeah, the NL Central is absolutely trash. Yep. Um, all right, let's move on to the AL East. So, in my prediction, the Yankees are finally going to have one of those big seasons that all the Yankee fans have been waiting for. The injuries, there will not be as many injuries to their star players this year. And they are, I mean, I don't even want to say breakout, but they're just going to continue to be a huge team and finally have over 100 wins in this season. I think the Blue Jays are a super young upcoming team. And I think they're going to be exciting to watch. I think they're going to swoop in and grab the second wild card. Yeah, I actually agree with both of those points. I think the Yankees are going to be right on the cusp of 100 wins. The only drawback is playing in the same division as the Blue Jays and Rays. Uh, I will say this. The Blue Jays getting George Springer and Marcus Simeon were two huge offseason moves. Um, they've been one of the most active offseason teams besides the Padres, who obviously got Snell and Darvish, and I don't even want to talk about it because it's just unfair. Um, the Blue Jays are criminally underrated, in my opinion. Um, I actually think they're better than the Rays. Honestly, last year, watching the Rays in the playoffs, they went from such an exciting young team to all of a sudden nobody could hit, and one guy carried them all the way to the the World Series, I, that's not going to happen in a 162-game uh, season. So I actually have the Rays finishing under the Blue Jays in the standings. And then the Red Sox is an interesting team because they're getting Chris Sale back. They're getting some of their healthy starters back. But they lost Ben Intendi. They lost Jackie Bradley Jr. And honestly, at this point, that those were their two best players besides Chris Sale. I don't think they can possibly win over 500 games. I know you have them over the Rays. Uh, I think that's a little bit um, generous, considering I don't think there's any way the Rays go under 500. They just came off the World Series, I and mean, you have to give them some credit. Yeah, they're not, like, the best team, but they're definitely a third-place team, in my opinion, this division. Yeah, I mean, I do have the Rays going 77 and 85. I know it's a very hot take, but I don't see this team doing much. I mean, their pitching was one of the things that really helped get them that far in the postseason and win them a bunch of games. And with Charlie Morton and that's Blake a good Snell gone, that's, a good that's point. not going to be good. And, and I mean, I agree. Like, Rosa Reina had, don't get me wrong, he had an amazing postseason, but that's not going to happen in a 162-game season. It's a yep. team sport. Yeah. So, yeah, bold prediction, they're going to go fourth in the division, 77-85. and 85. I don't think the Red Sox are going to actually touch 500. I think I they're going to be close to it. But, yeah, I mean, it hurts a lot of Boston fans to see that kind of – I mean, I don't want to say iconic, but it kind of is from that 2018 World Series with Beth, they're all Jackie gone. Bradley Jr., they're and Benintendi. All gone. 
I do think that Alex Verdugo will have a nice breakout season. Yeah, don't they have Kike Hernandez, too? They did pick him up in free agency. Like I almost forgot Dodgers about that. At this point. Um, but <laughs> I will say this. I mean, I agree with you that the Rays pitching staff is literally, besides the Rosarina, what carried them. And the loss of Snell and Morton is pretty severe. But they still have Diego Castillo, and they still have G-Man Choi, who I like. Um, and, yeah, exactly. Who doesn't like I Choi? I'd love G-Man Choi. Uh, but I still think their lineup's good enough uh, to get them better than the Red Sox because, honestly, the Red Sox are, like, irrelevant at this point. There's no one besides my boy Kike who I would, actually, I would actually talk about. And, obviously, the Orioles, there's no discussion there. They're horrible. Yeah, I do think that they will be good in about yep. five years. They're just pretty early in that. Yeah, they need some time to right develop. Now. That's all. Yeah. So final standing predictions for the AL East: Yankees, Blue Jays, Red Sox, Rays. I have and the same Orioles. thing, except uh, I flipped the Rays and the Red Sox. So I've got Yankees, Blue Jays, Rays in third, Red Sox fourth, Orioles last. All right, moving on to the AL I kind of want to kick this one off because obviously I'm a huge White Sox fan. um, And, you know, we haven't been able to really get excited about anything uh, in a while. Um, I am a Cubs fan also. You can get mad at me if you want. I live in Chicago. I like them both. Sue me. Um, But anyway, I think the the White Sox, in my opinion, have – the most exciting team in all of baseball. Everybody plays with flair. Everybody plays with swagger. There's nothing about the team that you possibly can't like. Um, just thinking about the roster, I mean, top to bottom, best, in my opinion, best lineup in baseball. Everybody can go deep except for Nick Madrigal. But, I mean, he's a great contact hitter. He'll get on base every time. Uh, I mean, unless it's like the bottom and the ninth, if the White Sox are down by like three, four runs, there's definitely the prospect that they can still come back. Like they're never going to be out of the game, in my opinion. Uh, also, their pitching staff just got insanely better with the pickup of Lance Lynn uh, and Liam Hendricks, who's arguably the best closer in all of baseball. Um, also, uh, cut it. Yep, I was Michael about to Kopech say Michael Kopech. So I actually went and watched his first start a couple of years ago uh, at uh, Guaranteed Rate Field. By the way, worst name in all of sports stadiums. Horrible. Um, I went and watched him at Guaranteed Rate Field, and he only lasted like three innings, and there was a huge rain delay, and he had to get pulled. And then the same thing happened in the second start. Uh, he had to get pulled in like the fourth inning and because there was a rain delay, and his arm just kind of was never the same. Uh, so finally he's back. I think they're going to start him out of the bullpen just to get him like warmed up a little bit. Uh, but if he can return to the Michael Kopech, everybody was seeing in the minors, it's a scary rotation and they're going to win over a hundred games this year. Tim Anderson just came out and said that the best team in the American league, all the Yankees fans are like, no way about the Yankees. I don't think so. I think the White Sox are the best team in the American league. Yeah. I mean, the White Sox, Looking very, very scary. I mean, I don't even know how you forget this, but um, oh Gary my Boucher, god, left-handed. He's he's better than a Chapman. You better watch out. Better than a Chapman. 
he might have the most deadly fastball than slider matchup. Better than a roll. We'll see. Like, I definitely think that he's got an electric fastball. I mean, who gets drafted and then in the same year appears in an MLB game? Exactly. So I think that team is going to be just really good and a really like undervalued person on that team is. Oh um, my God, Aaron Bummer, who is another good that, lefty the bullpen. Out of all that of a sudden, bullpen. the White Sox I mean, bullpen in like two years went from one of the worst to one of the best in all of baseball. Yeah, I mean, you you just you look at this team; it's a complete team, and I'm excited to see what they're going to be able to do because it's oh, also yeah. a very fun team. Like you were saying, everyone plays with swagger, everyone has fun, and that's how the game um, is supposed to the be. The only drawback I. I've seen on the White Sox uh, in the past five years, really, because you know they were building up to this point. I mean, that core with Abreu and Tim Anderson right. and Mancata, it was, it was eventually they were going to build around him and you're going to get a team. Uh, by the way, Eloy Jimenez, love that guy. Um, worst, probably worst defensive left fielder in, in the bigs, but I don't really care. He hits absolute nukes. Um, but... Uh, the only thing that the White Sox have done wrong building this team in the last five years, I love Tim Anderson. Love Tim Anderson. But the trade of Fernando Tatis for, like, James Shields and one other crappy pitcher who aren't <laughs> even in the MLB anymore, that that's a little – that's the only thing. But, I mean, Tim Anderson, one of the best hitting shortstops in the bigs. little drawback defensively, but I love T.A. Yeah. I mean, I will even say it again because it's just its so true. This team is exciting, and I think they're going to have a big season. I don't think they're going to hit 100 wins, but I do think that they're going to be And let's right not forget around. reigning AL MVP, Jose Abreu. Yeah, all right. So then we have the Twins. I think the Twins are going to be pretty good. I think they're going to have maybe a slow start, honestly. I think they're going to explode and be just above 90 wins. And I think they're going to get that uh, first wild card spot. And then the Garbage. rest of the division is a joke. I mean, the Royals, Indians, and Tigers, I really don't see any of so them So I definitely agree anything. with you with the Twins. Um, they still have – I mean, they're, they're one of those teams that if they were in a different division, I can definitely see them winning the division. Um, a lot of people think they're actually going to be better than the White Sox. I don't know how <laughs> um but they're definitely they're definitely a 90 win team they're definitely a playoff team i think playing in the same division as the indians royals and tigers definitely helps that <laughs> uh probably gives them about 20 wins but um they're definitely they're definitely a really good team uh rest of the division bottom three they're all irrelevant i think the royals are definitely going to be better than the indians this year they just lost too much in the offseason Pitching wise, um, pitching wise, they're still pretty good, but losing Lindor and losing Santana, those are like your top two hitters in the lineup. And besides that, they're pretty much irrelevant. And the Royals, the Royals just gained in the offseason. They didn't lose. Um, that's the only reason I thought the Royals were going to do better than the Indians this year. They got Santana, they got Benintendi. So, um, yeah, I've got the Royals finishing under 500 in third, 
Indians not too far behind them. And then the Tigers are just completely irrelevant. They're going to be almost, they're going to be worse than the Orioles, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, there's no really point in talking about the Tigers. They're just going through a full rebuild. I agree that the Indians just are just yeah. on their way to that rebuild. And then I do actually think that the Royals might be on the rise. I don't think that that's, like this is their season yet, but uh, I think we'll see some flashes of a team. Yeah, they've got a young core. The kind of, they kind of remind me of the White Sox a couple of years ago. You know, like Salvador Perez is that one uh, really good uh, veteran rock from that 2015 team. Um, and they've got a young core. They've brought in some guys that will help out. I like Adalberto Mondesi. He's got a lot of speed at shortstop. Uh, Whit Merrifield, obviously great player. Jorge Soler had a ton of home runs a couple years ago. Uh, so, yeah, they're definitely on the rise, but just not enough in this division. All right, and then we have our last division, the AL West. And in my opinion, I don't think this is the worst they're pretty division close. in baseball, but it's, yeah, pretty close, the second worst. I think that, I mean, I think that pretty much in any other division, the Astros aren't winning it, but just because the Angels and the A's haven't done enough to prove that they can be a consistent mm-hmm. playoff team, and with the A's Liam losing Hedges, Kyle yeah. Hendricks and Marcus Simeon, I mean, I just don't think that they're going to have a big jump. I do think that they will mm-hmm. be over 500, but it's going to be barely, and the Angels are just way too consistent, yep. too inconsistent. I mean, I know that they have this great star power in Mike Trout and Anthony Rendon. And then it starts to take a humongous drop. Um, And yeah, because it's a team sport, I just don't see them. It really pains me to say this um, because there's probably a team. There's no team that I don't like more than the Astros. Uh, But uh, they're the best team in that division. Honestly, I mean, the A's lost too much in the offseason. I mean, Matt Olson, Ramon Laureano, they're still there. Matt Chapman's still there. If they can stay healthy, they might be in the discussion for a wild card berth. But sitting here uh, before the pandemic last year, I was sitting here thinking, okay, you've got three like championship caliber teams coming out of the AL West. And then a year later, it's like, okay, you've got three meh teams in the AL West that could possibly do something. Um, so, yeah, I think the Astros definitely have the slight edge. Uh, pitching definitely helps with that. Um, then I do have the Angels going over the A's. I think I think if Dylan Bundy and, you know, they're starting, they're starting pitchers, I think if they can finally, like, get them over the cusp, because um, Mike Trout, undoubtedly the best player in the bigs he's probably the best player of the last 10 years no question anthony rendon top two top three uh third baseman maybe top one in the entire league i i mean and then you have joe adele and young players coming up for them they're definitely going to be improved i think they're going to be better than the a's i think they, they'll break 80 wins um it's just they don't. I don't think they have enough to contend for a playoff spot in the American League. And then obviously the Mariners, with that, with their whole, their whole uh, president of baseball operations fiasco, when the guy came out and basically 
said they were going to hold their their good prospects down. By the way, he just made it very easy for players to file a grievance or a lawsuit against them. Pretty stupid. Um, yeah, they're yeah, definitely right. they're just mediocre. They're like the definition of mediocre for the past twenty years. Um, Rangers, <laughs> they're like besides the Pirates. I don't see a, the Rangers are just horrible. They they have nobody. They lost Corey Kluber. They lost Lance Lynn. Elvis Andrews is out. He was like the last uh, little piece from their their run to the World Series in like 2010. They have literally no one worth noting except for Joey Gallo, and Joey Gallo can't can't take them above 50 wins. Yeah, I mean, I know MLB the Show fans will be uh, disappointed, but uh, Joey Gallo is not good enough to take a team. Oh God, he's not. Bad he's not good enough to take him to 55 wins. They're horrible. All right. All right. So our final AL predictions. I had the Yankees at the one spot, the White Sox at the two. Pains me to say it, but the Astros at the three. Twins four and Blue Jays. Uh, at we five. definitely have the same five playoff uh, prediction teams. I I've I've been going back and forth with Yankees one, White Sox one, and the other at two. But I'm going to put the White Sox at one. I didn't know, like, if they just had enough experience in the playoffs to, you know, get over that hump uh, and get the bye uh, from the wild card. But, you know, that division, the rest of the division is just so eh um, that I'm going to give them the slight edge over the Yankees and put the White Sox at one, Yankees two, Astros three. Uh, and then I've got... The Twins four, Blue Jays five, but we all know how the Twins are in the postseason, so that doesn't really matter. So uh, Padres Nationals in the NL wild card, I'm going to give the Padres the upper hand. Um, I mean, they're going to have, like, Blake Snell pitching, and if they get into trouble, you got Hugh Darvish coming out of the bullpen and Mike Clevenger, plus plus the already good bullpen that they have. Um, and their lineup in my opinion, has fewer holes than the Nationals. So I've got the Padres winning that game. Yeah, I think that's going to be a very interesting game because you have the Steven Strasburg, Max Scherzer duo versus right. Blake Snell and you Darvish. I mean, that's really just going to come to, honestly, who can get yep. more clutch time hits. I think it's going to be a pretty low-scoring game. But in the late innings, some team is going to pull through. It's I think all, that some team all is situational hitting. Um, all right, so the NLDS, we, we had a little bit of uh, differences here, just like the Braves, who are they going to play out of the NL Central. Um, I think regardless whether they're playing the Cardinals or Cubs, I think the Braves definitely have the clear upper hand, and I think they win that in probably like four, four games. Yeah, I agree. I mean, nothing special. I do think that the Cardinals or Cubs, really, whichever it is, are maybe good enough to win one game, but I yeah, don't see them doing um, anything more. Maybe against like one of the Braves' three or four starters, but I, I didn't even think the Cubs were going to get to 500 wins. So, in my opinion, I think the Cubs would get swept, just like they did to the Marlins last year, if that's any hint of what's going to happen this year. Um. That was pretty tough. 
It's also tough when you yeah uh, exactly what, score even one even run that entire even off of the year they won run. the World Series. I mean, since then their offense has just been eh. it's kind of like hard to watch. They either score one run and have their pitching win it. That's been the the one run and have your pitching win it has been like their strategy for the past three years, and now their pitching isn't good enough to do that anymore. So, um. The Cardinals, yeah. I can see them win like one game if Jack Flaherty comes in and you know, Nolan Arenado is gonna provide a spark. But besides that, Braves going to the NLCS. Are we both in agreement there? All right, so we both have Definitely. the Dodgers Padres matchup. This is gonna be the most fun series probably in the entire postseason, just because they've been playing each other all oh, yeah, year. One hundred percent. This one this one's going to go to five. This one's going to go to five, but I'm going to give it to the Dodgers because they just have more experience and honestly fewer uh, lineup holes. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to agree with that. I mean, both these teams are just so stacked. The only yeah. difference is, is the experience. That's honestly what I think because the Dodgers, I mean, all of these guys are experienced at least everyone except for like Trevor Bauer and Trevor Bauer. Don't forget Trevor Bauer. I don't know. Had a deep playoff run with the Indians in 2016. If he didn't cut his hand on a drone, he'd be pitching in the world series. Thank you for pointing that out. I mean, literally everyone on this team has that type of experience. I mean, I don't know if David Price had, um, got his ring. Well, he went, don't don't forget he went in 2018. it's David Price. And with the right. Tigers through a lot of those runs, I mean, everyone on this team has experience. The Padres, as good of a team I think they are, they're just a little Yeah, and young, it's kind of, it's kind of unfortunate because I think if the so, Padres had been playing the Braves, they might have actually been able to pull that out. Um, it's just how the playoff format's set up. In my opinion, the Dodgers and the Padres are the top two teams in that division, so or not even in that division in the league. Um, the NL. So it's kind of unfortunate that they have to play each other in the DS, but I've got the Dodgers in that upper hand. All right. So we both agree on Dodgers. Dodgers. Ooh, Braves-Dodgers, a rematch. That's going to be good. I think it's going to be a little flip this year. I think that the Dodgers are going to come out, win the first two games. Braves are going to try to make a push. But I think the Dodgers win in six. Uh, I mean, Braves, again, fantastic team. But the Dodgers literally dominate every facet of the game. Um, Starting pitching, bullpen, lineup, defense. Uh, I honestly, it's so hard to repeat in sports, especially baseball, uh, because there's just so much that can happen. A couple bad bounces on a ball, you know late home run anybody can go deep in the MLB um but i i don't i can't i can't find a, a scenario where the Do- Dodgers don't end up back in the in the world series yeah i mean wow we're really agreeing on this so we have the Dodgers in back the back. world series again all right moving on we, uh, to the we AL. Both have the Ooh. twins hosting the blue jays correct for the wild card game all right, I think that is correct. I speak for both of us when I say the Blue Jays are winning this game. 
I think it's going to be even funnier this year because I think that the Twins are going to come out to an early Choke. lead and then guess what they're going to do. Yeah. Yep. I think it's going to be kind of like that Nationals-Brewers that game, game from a couple years ago when the Brewers had that lead and then it just, poof, went away. So yeah. that's what I think um, it's going to look like. <laughs> it's funny because I also hate the Twins, so I don't really uh, – they, they can keep sucking in the postseason. That's fine with me. But, yeah, definitely I think the Blue Jays are going to win that game. Yeah, so we have – so the only difference that I think we have – so we both have the Yeah, Astros the only difference is the three Yankees-White Sox. You have mm-hmm. the – yeah, you have the White Sox. You have the White Sox as the one seed, Yankees as two. I have Yankees as one, White Sox as two, which is going to be interesting because that right. kind of – Yeah, originally I had the, the Yankees bracket, as the one, but, I mean, I guess I'm a little biased, but I think – I mean, I the White Sox team. I just they're gonna play hard all year, and their division is weaker, so I give them a slight edge. Uh, so that sets up White Sox Blue Jays, which I think is gonna be either way. White Sox or Yankees Blue Jays is gonna be a fun series. White Sox Blue Jays especially because they're just both young teams that play with a lot of flair, a lot of fire. Um, I definitely see the White Sox winning that series, probably by probably in four. Um, but, I mean, the Blue Jays are a great team, and that would be a really fun series to watch. Yeah, so I have the Yankees-Blue Jays um, because I have the Yankees as the one seed. I honestly think they're going to have a couple close games, but I think it's just going to yeah. be a straight sweep. The Blue, Jays, the Blue Jays aren't quite there yet. I mean, they're definitely on the rise. But pitching-wise, besides Ryu, I don't really know who they – have that's like that spectacular um so yeah i'm definitely giving either way yankees or white Sox both get the edge in that in that series so that that leaves me with yankees astros and this is going to be fun because i mean that's that's the playoff matchup from you know 2017 25 or 16 2018 uh i think the yankees are definitely going to just kill them (laughs) everybody in the league hates the astros and Everybody in the league hates the Astros come October, and the Yankees are going to, I'm going to say, sweep. Yeah, I mean, I think if it was the case where it's Yankees-Astros, I mean, obviously you want to play hard um, in the postseason, but I think that the Yankees will give that extra 110% to make sure they beat the Astros. If that were the case, but I see the White Sox and Astros, and I really just don't really see a difference. I think that the White Sox just yeah, exactly. better than the Astros. It's just, it's outright like that. Yankees-White so Sox. With a Yankees-White Sox NLCS. So there is one difference with ours. So you have the White Sox as the home team for the first two games. I have the Yankees you know what? The, the only home team for the first two games. That, so, that really makes... Because uh, it's just they're I mean they're both hitters ballparks so the only difference that really makes is who gets to hit first. <laughs> um, but uh, you know this is this is definitely a series that's going to go deep, uh, five, six, seven games for sure. Um, you know the Yankees I I see them winning when they when they start Garrett Cole. 
Garrett Cole versus Lucas Giolito, that's going to be a fun matchup. But I think, I think once the thing is, once the starter for the Yankees gets out, I mean, the White Sox lineup is so deadly. I think the the White Sox have a better lineup than the Yankees. Um, you know, it's going to be. I think it goes to seven, but I, I've got the White Sox having the edge just solely based on the fact that if they can get the starters out of the game for the Yankees, they can just tear apart that bullpen. Whereas the Yankees are going to, they're probably going to have a little bit of success, not so much against Giolito or Lance Lynn or Keuchel, but the four or fives for the White Sox starters are a little bit weaker. They'll probably have some success, but that White Sox bullpen is locked down. Um, so seven games, great series, but I think the White Sox are going to the World Series. A lot of people don't know if they're ready yet, me being included, but I mean, from the beginning of the year, you kind of figure it's going to be Yankees-White Sox. I, I'm just giving the White Sox the tiniest edge. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be another really entertaining series with these two high-powered home run hitting teams with, I mean, just these flamethrowers from the starters and the bullpen. I mean, the only exception is maybe like Dallas Keiko, but he's still a really great pitcher. And I think it's just going to come down to, can the Yankees bullpen shut it down in the late innings? Because that's always been a problem. So they always have mm-hmm. had these good relievers. Like, I still yeah. think that Aroldis Chapman is good, but it's just the fact that sometimes he's inconsistent and you don't know when you're going to get a good game out of him or a bad game. And I think that's going to be the So who do you have advancing? I still have the Yankees advancing, even though that I think that, the Cha- that Chapman and that bullpen will – Blow at least one game, but I have them in seven. I think that game seven is going to be an iconic game, and it's going to be one that people are talking yeah. about for years and years. So that leaves me with a Dodgers Yankees yeah, World I was, Series. That's definitely the favorite, but which um, you know, I a lot of people, the White Sox are just so young uh, that you know a lot of people think they're just not quite ready yet. They're not quite there. Um, and I agree with that a little bit, but at the same time, the Yankees always find a way to choke in the playoffs. So I've got the White Sox Dodgers uh, World Series. All right. So I will make my predictions for the World Series. I think that it's going to be just not a good series. I honestly think that it's going to kind of be like last year's World Series where okay, the Dodgers had a little bit of tough time in the NLCS, but I just think that they're going to have a really easy time in the World Series, and I think that they win maybe five or six. I'll I'll probably just say six because I think the Yankees will make the same push that the Rays did last year down, Yeah, what was it, two to one, and then they'll tie it up, and I think the (laughs) Dodgers are just going to laugh and just run away with the rest of it and back-to-back championships which is one of the hardest things to do in sports. Yeah, here's, here's what baseball. I have to say. Um, as much as I love the White Sox, they to compete with a team like the Dodgers, not only do you have to be the best in your bullpen at all times, the best in your starting pitching at all times, the best you can hit at all times, the best you can defend at all times, 
but you have to have that experience. And right now, I don't really think the White Sox have that like deep playoff run mentality and experience that they really need um, to get over that hump. So I agree with you. I think it's going to be just because the prospect of going back to back is so tough. I think it'll be like six games, but from the start of this year, I honestly can't see any other team that's possibly as good as the Dodgers. I mean, they have no holes anywhere and it's insane to me how that's possible in a league controlled by salary cap. But regardless, we both have the Dodgers winning the World Series, back-to-back champions. Insane. Yeah. I mean, Clayton Kershaw is, I mean, no longer referred to as Kurt well, Choke. That was also, that was also that. helped by the trash can but, um, scandal because I saw a very interesting stat from that 2017 uh, World Series. And you know how he has, like, one of the deadliest slider curveball combinations in all of baseball? Yeah, was it the fact that all of his uh, not only balls that, got hit? In, like, the 50-something pitches he threw when he was pitching at Minute Maid Park in Houston, if the 50-something uh, breaking balls, sliders, uh, curveballs, etc. that he threw, there were zero swing and misses. Zero. And that that's that's not possible. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I get their professional hitters. That's not possible without cheating. Yeah, and I mean, that's really tough because, I mean, that's another reason why I hate the Astros so much is baseball isn't really a game where you can kind of say, like, what if? But in this situation, yeah. Oh, my God. Dodgers going, they didn't cheat? The, the Dodgers Does, would probably win back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. I mean, the Dodgers become oh my God. Uh, the whole dynasty with, like, all yeah. these wins. And, I mean, and they're still not slowing down. So, like, no. it's hard to say. Can you have, like, multiple and multiple championship wins? Well... I guess we'll never know. Uh, we'll find out this year. I mean, the Dodgers have been there even when the Cubs were on their runs. The Dodgers were there, so uh, I don't know. I think it's going to be tough to beat them. All right. Thank you for listening. This has been Second Take.